Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Bloody Bizarre Podcast. My name's Emma. I'm Sarah. (laughs) This is a podcast about things that are bloody and bizarre and bloody bizarre. Got it. Nailed it. Thanks for any new listeners who have tuned in and thanks, more thanks to people who've been listening for a while and are still listening. Yeah. The real ones. The real ones. <laughs> I, um, because you know how Helen started listening. Oh, I went, did she, how she started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She's listened to like four episodes. But I, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure the audio quality is bad in those early ones. So yeah. I went back and just listened for a couple of minutes and it's bad. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad at the time, but it's like, it's real bad. Oof. So, um, Eesh. yeah. So I messaged Sharon and was like, the audio quality is really bad. <laughs> Has she given you any feedback? No, but Donna did. She said it was cheesy. Donna! She said cheesy. I love it. And I was like, those two things don't go together. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're talking like actual cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Oh, Jeez. Oh, geez. <laughs> Have you got anything up top? No, we are coming up to our little break soon. Okay. I think that's July. Okay, well... I guess be aware that at some point in July we're going to take, what, a week break? Two weeks. Two weeks break. So, you know, plan your year around it. Um, <laughs> don't get – Put it in your calendar. Put it in your diary. Don't get scared <laughs> when you <laughs> when you log in and there's no new app. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think anything else. Okay. Well, then I might just jump into my story. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Is this the one that you told me is really fucked up? Um, so – that was supposed to be what I was doing this week, um, but I pivoted as I of course, wanted yep. to do. Uh, and so this week, I'll tell you my sources first. This one is not super fucked up. This one is, it's, it's uh, I guess you could call it a feel good. Oh, okay. So my sources are ksbw.com article by Josh Kopich, uh, episode eight of a podcast called The Crux, and it's, that's also hosted by two sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, a Guardian article by Owen Bocott and a Washington Post article by Lindsay Bever. What's the crux like? I only listened to that one episode, but it's good. Where are they from? America. I'll start listening too. Yes, sisters you should. Sisters supporting sisters. Yeah. Yeah, do that and then follow them and then see if they f- follow us back. I think they're very popular though. So They don't hate us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, there is a region in California bisected by a highway, flanked on one side by mountainous redwood forests and on the other by sprawling, pristine coastline. This section of road is renowned for being one of the most beautiful drives in the world and has inspired songs and books, the area of Big Sur. Have you heard of it? No. You haven't heard of Big Sur? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Should I have? It's pretty famous. Big Sur. Oh, like S-U-R? Yes. Okay, it's like ringing some sort of bell in my brain, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Okay, well, I just told you about it. It sounds nice. It's beautiful. Jeez, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it was in this region, Friday 6th of July 2018, that 23-year-old Oregon native Angela Hernandez was driving her white Jeep Patriot to visit her sister. Angela lived in Portland. We've been there. Yeah, beautiful. Love Portland. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's got a nice vibe. Yeah. When I think of Portland, I think of, like, plants. Plants? Yeah. Well, Trees. Yeah, I guess it rains green. a lot. Green. Yeah. It's the colour <clears> green. Pacific Northwest and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, Angela lived in Portland and her sister Isabel lived in Lancaster in Los Angeles County. 
So I Google mapped this journey, uh, and if the two locations I plotted are correct, this is like a 15-hour drive. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but a beautiful drive nonetheless. So like a proper road trip. Yeah. You have a scratch on your cheek. Is that from Abby? It is, yeah. It's like an action man <laughs> scratch, yeah. hey? Yeah, yeah, I need to cut her nails. She's got some claws on her at the moment. Motherhood, eh? Yeah. Wouldn't know it. Don't, never heard of her. <laughs> so Angela is driving, enjoying the scenery. She's on the Nassimiento Ferguson Road, which is described by Google as well paved and maintained over its length, but is winding and has precipitous drops. Precipitous drops. Yes. Precipitous. What does that mean? So I thought precipitous meant rain. Same. Precipitous means like um, like a, a treacherous drop. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because there's like precipitation, <clears throat> that's right. I, so I learned a new word. <laughs> Suddenly, as Angela's driving, an animal runs out in front of her car. She swerves to avoid hitting it and loses control of the car. This particular section of road, unfortunately, has no shoulder and no guardrail. So Angela plummets 200 to 250 feet or about 70 metres to the craggy rock and ocean below. Oh, my God. It was revealed in the fall that she suffered a brain hemorrhage, multiple broken ribs, fractured collarbones, lost air from one of her lungs, and ruptured blood vessels in both her eyes. Holy shit. But she was still alive. Oh, my God. Angela doesn't remember much from the crash, but I'm going to tell you about her seven days stranded on the beach at the crash site, how she survived, and how she was rescued. Seven days with Mm -hmm. a brain hemorrhage and... Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So this is a survival story of Angela Hernandez. I love survival stories. I think they're my favorite. Okay. I don't do them very often, but I think they're my favorite. So this is going to be a relatively short one, but it it is a good story. So... Angela wakes up in her SUV at the bottom of this cliff. Water is lapping in. It's above her knees at this point. Um, She has a serious head injury, which is painful and bleeding profusely. Angela breaks a car window with a little multi-tool she said she kept near the front seat. Oh, good girl. She's in excruciating pain as she's doing this, but she says she was thinking about her sister and she said she just like was screaming her sister's name as she was like fighting through the pain to break this window. She eventually breaks the window. She jumps into the ocean through the broken window and swims ashore. Remember, this woman has multiple injuries that would make swimming incredibly difficult and even clear thinking incredibly yeah. difficult. difficult. Yeah. Breathing. Like. <laughs> yeah. So she, she makes it to the beach and she passes out. When she wakes up, she's able to put together what happened. Um, this is an excerpt from a, face, a Facebook post by Angela from her hospital bed later on. Quote, when I woke up, it was still daylight and it was only then that I had finally realized what had happened. I stood up onto my feet and noticed a huge pain in my shoulders, hips, back and thighs. I saw nothing but rocks, the ocean and a cliff that I knew I'd never be able to look over. I could see my car not too far from me, half washed up on the shore with the roof ripped off of it. I looked down at my feet and saw that my shoes were gone. I tried getting into my car because I had a gallon of water hidden away inside. In brackets, I was never able to get to it, by the way. Ah, ha, ha. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, this is the most, like, insane story Harrowing. ever. And yeah. she's just like, ha, ha. Yeah, I know. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's leave Angela for a minute, okay? No, I want to stay with her. In California, Isabel, Angela's sister, was becoming worried when her sister hasn't still hasn't arrived by that evening. Can you imagine me in this scenario? Oh, it would have been like 20 minutes. I would have been 20 minutes late and you would have already been like calling, calling the police. Yeah. 
So within days, there was a reward for any information regarding her disappearance. I think it was about $10,000. Her family and friends flooded her last known location, which was at a gas station about an hour away from where she crashed. She was seen gassing up on CCTV um, the morning of her disappearance. Police and rescue services are also out searching for Angela, um, ground and air searches, but there's been heavy fog, which is hampering uh, a lot of of the, the air searches. So I'm guessing that there wasn't like an obvious spot on the road where you could see where she'd skidded or like, you know, gone through the trees or anything like that. No, because there were no trees and there was no shoulder. So she essentially just Just zoomed off. off, Help was given by the California Highway Patrol, the Air National Guard, the US Forest Service and volunteers with the Monterey County Sheriff's Office, as well as all of Angela's friends and family. So there's a lot of people out looking Mm, for her. mm -hmm. At one point, investigators eventually picked up a signal from her cell phone that bounced off a tower near Davenport in Santa Cruz County, about 40 miles away from where she had last been spotted on a CCTV video camera. On Monday night, however, Hernandez's phone stopped sending or receiving a signal. It had either run out of battery or been turned off. Her sister said it was uncharacteristic of uncharacteristic of her to be out of touch. I couldn't find what the deal with her phone was, like whether it was... Um, maybe so damaged that it was unusable but still on or Mm. you know or maybe she just lost it and it was still on or maybe it was like in the car yeah perhaps but then i can't understand how it would still be on if it's filled with water but her her car did wash up on the shore so maybe it like yeah i don't know but like waterproof waterproof case or whatever yeah yeah maybe something like that she said she couldn't get to the car to get the gallon of water out so maybe the phone was the same thing i'm sure when she was smashing the window she wasn't like oh let me just grab my phone yeah yeah um but regardless um that that phone signal stopped sending um and so the police aren't able to trace it but they saw where it would did they get any idea from it well they 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 could see that that the signal was bouncing off a tower near Davenport, Santa Cruz. So they knew the general direction. Like they mm. knew that she'd gone towards her sister's house from the petrol station. I think the petrol station was in Davenport and that's why they checked the CCTV. So they don't really know where she is. Mm. Um, so let's go back to Angela. Okay. Here's some words from Angela. <clears throat> Quote, the next few days kind of became a blur. I'd walk up and down the beach in search of another human being. I'd climb up onto rocks to avoid the sharp sand, walk along the shore to avoid the hot rocks, and air wrestle tiny crabs. I found a high spot I was able to climb up to and found myself there almost every day. So after three days, the clothes Angela was wearing were shredded, her socks were full of holes, and she says she can start to feel the effects of dehydration. Yeah. Angela said... Quote, it would be a lie to say that things got easier as the days passed, end quote. So Angela also, throughout all this, suffers severe sunburns on top of all the other injuries she has because, remember, this is summer in California. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets severe burns on her face, on her body, on her feet, all over her pretty much. And so now she's starting to um, succumb to dehydration, right? Mm-hmm. So she knows she needs to find water. Because she can't make it up the sheer cliff, her car has plunged down, the cars above aren't noticing her. Um, so despite her injuries, she walks down the beach towards her car. Here's another excerpt from her Facebook. Quote, I found a 10-inch 10 10 inch black hose that seemed to have fallen off the vehicle during the crash. It fit perfectly in the front pocket of my sweater, so I kept it there. I walked farther south down the beach than I had ever 
ever before, and I heard a dripping sound. I looked up and I saw a huge patch of moss with water dripping down from it. I caught the water in my hands and tasted it. It was fresh, four exclamation points. I collected as much as I could in my little hose and drank from for maybe an hour. <laughs> um, Hernandez said she could hear the cars passing up top. I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel very protective of this girl. Like, I just want to, like... I feel like if you... Do you want to look up a photo of her as well? It might might make you feel even more protective of her. What's she's her name? Angela Hernandez. She just sounds like a real sweetheart. Mm. Oh, oh, my gosh. What? The car? Or? No, there's a picture of her in the hospital oh, after... Yeah. yeah. And she looks like her eyes are both swollen. And yeah. Her eyes are completely she's black so because... bruised. Her eyes are completely black because all the blood vessels burst in them. Oh, oh! There we go, Angela Hernandez. Now I want to see her. Oh, this is going to be uh, such a short episode. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Oh my god! There's uh, there's a photo. Wait, don't give it away. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my tailbone sore. Oh, your tailbone sore is it? Think of poor Angela Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Let's keep going. Yeah, so Angela said she could hear the cars passing up top uh, and would scream at the top of her lungs day after day to try and be noticed. She wrote, quote, I could see cars driving across the cliff and it felt like if I could yell just loud enough that one could hear or see me. That's all it would take to make it back to my family, just one person noticing me. But no one could see her. Mm. She was too far down the cliff and it was too kind of loud. And Yeah. So um, she also wrote... Every day this became my ritual. I'd walk up and down the beach looking for new high grounds, screaming help at the top of my lungs and collecting water falling from the top of the cliffs. Every night I'd find the highest point I could climb up to and find somewhere to fall asleep before the tide would rise. Every morning I'd wake up soaked in sea mist and watch the sunrise. Sounds kind of lovely, if not for the trappedness and the injuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like there's a sort of serenity to it mm. i guess mm. but at the same time you you'd know that like you were going to die if you yeah if you weren't found soon yeah and, yeah and you would know that you you she would have to know that she was terribly injured yeah exactly you'd know that time was ticking mm. um angela says that songs she hadn't heard in years would play on repeat in her head and that she would dream of foods she was going to eat when she was rescued oh <laughs> um she was also daydreaming, imagining the face of the person who would find her. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> if you were, let's say that you were in Angela's position, can mm. you think of what food you might want to, what food you what might be daydreaming about? Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> Hot chips. Such peasant. Such a peasant. I know. Potatoes, cheese. Yeah. Um, beige foods. Beige foods, yeah. I think I would think about, it'd be like, uh, oh, a nice pesto pasta. Oh, yeah, like a, a really big bowl of pesto pasta. With like a lot of pesto in it. Yeah. Like too much pesto. Like a whole jar of pesto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. I've got some in the fridge right now. <laughs> Leftovers. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> so it's now been seven days. Angela has got this ritual of collecting fresh water with the pipe from the moss, trying to avoid the heat as best she can, and generally staying alive. Has she found anything to eat? No. Mm. Here are some more excerpts from Angela's face. Actually, she's she's there's crabs there, but she doesn't say that she eats them. She said she air wrestles with them. What does that mean? I think like plays with them. Okay. Um, and surely she it would say if she ate them. Mm. 
I don't know if after seven days I would eat crab. Crabs. I'm sure it, like it, at some point you would just become like desperate. Mm. I've said before I'd rather die than kill a cow with my bare hands. Yeah, but I, I wonder if like um, if survival instinct takes over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably. Um, so this is another excerpt from Angela's Facebook. Quote, my last morning on the beach was an especially good one. I woke up in the middle of the night because of shoulder pain, but looked up and noticed the big dipper in the sky. Oh, my god! So she's like, she's finding the silver lining. Yeah. It, with all of this. She's not going like, it was fucking awful. I was in so much pain all the time. Which, and like, fair enough, if she was. Yeah, so, I know. That's what I mean. She sounds like such a sweetheart. A, a, I feel like positive, I want to like, put like a scarf around her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, notice the big dipper in the sky. I walked to my usual spots on the beach and started looking at everything a little bit differently. I fell asleep between some big rocks and let the sand cover my hair. It was warm out and I finally woke up before the sun had gone down. So I guess she's like sleeping at the hottest parts of the day. Yeah. When I sat up, I saw a woman walking across the shore. <gasps> Fuck me. I thought she was a dream. I had had I had a few just like this during the past few days. I screamed, help. And then I got up as quickly as I could and I ran over to her. She was with a man, and I don't think they could believe their eyes. They acted so quickly. She ran down the beach and up a trail to go find help while the man stayed with me and gave me fresh water. He told me they were a married couple who loved the ocean and, and had been exploring when they had come across my destroyed vehicle. He pulled out some of my belongings from their backpack, uh, in brackets, some of the most important ones. I'm not even kidding, close brackets. I couldn't believe that they were even real. I couldn't believe that we had finally found each other. <laughs> So these two people are Chad and Chelsea Moore, a married couple from Morrow Bay in San Luis Obispo. Um, they were camping up on a cliff not far from the beach they were hiking on that day. Um, they said they'd come down to scope out some surfing and fishing spots. Chelsea says they were always beachcombing, looking for different treasures along the coast. Aww. Walking along this coast, the couple first came across a bumper and a wrecked jeep. So that's, that's her car. That's Angela's car. Right. The couple took the license plate to show authorities. Um, Sorry, I just got to let you know. So you know how I told you that the willy wagtails mm -hmm. are like a warning? Mm -hmm. Two means death. And you just saw two. I just saw two. Well, shit. I guess there's nothing we can do. Catching a plane in two days. I'm catching a plane next week. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, you're back on Tuesday, hey? Yeah. I leave on Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sorry, I, I interrupted at an inopportune moment, but that just freaked me out. So, right. so they took the license plate to show authorities because I think I get to it in a bit, but essentially they thought that this must have been the site of someone's death and so they wanted to take the license plate to show authorities to identify the car and potentially the person. So they didn't know that somebody, like that there was a search going on for, no. for her, no. for Angela? No. Okay. So um, they took the license plate. They also saw items scattered along, scattered around, sorry, that they also collected. Among them, a poster for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Ohio. Moore said, in my head, I thought that maybe someone had died and we would give these items to the next of kin. Mm. We both agreed that there weren't survivors after they looked at the, the, at the wreck. Yeah. yeah. But just in case, they walked further along the beach, collecting little bits and pieces as they went. Chelsea says that they heard Angela's faint cries for help first. Mm. Turning towards the source of the sound, they saw Angela in the rocks. Uh, this is a quote from Chelsea Moore. She was, quote, she was really happy and she wasn't sure we were real. She told us we were the first people she'd seen in days, but she didn't know how many days exactly. We told her we were going to help her and get her off that beach, end quote. So 
Chelsea ran up to the campsite to get help and supplies. So she's sloshing through water um, and she's banning through poison oak to get back to the campsite. Uh, and Chad, who's her husband, stayed with Angela. The couple wrapped her in blankets and gave her a granola bar while they waited for rescuers to come and take Angela to hospital. All the while making sure Angela stayed awake and talking. Chelsea says, quote, we're just really lucky beachcombers. She's the hero. More in her husband. It's just it's crazy timing, isn't it? Because... Like, they could have been doing that at any time. It mm-hmm. could have been three weeks later that they would do- It's not like they were out looking for her. They mm-hmm. could have been doing that three weeks later. And found her corpse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or, I mean, given that she was kind of in amongst rocks and stuff, she might have never, ever have been found. Yeah. The the current – she might have, you know, decomposed and the current taken away her bits and pieces. And, yeah. Um, she and might they have just never would have found. never known what happened to her. Yeah, and then maybe like in a few years' time they find her car yeah. and then her family finds out what happened. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Chelsea runs up to get help. Chad stays with Angela. Um, Moore and her husband spoke to Hernandez and her sister by phone in the hospital on Sunday night. She told us, so this is a quote from Chelsea, she told us she wants to name her kids after us. Oh, my God. <laughs> She follows up with this, we're like equally in awe of each other. It's kind of cool. This is going to make me cry. <laughs> so that I think that this Chelsea and Chad are like kind of beach bums and, and like the the way that they um are like, the way that she talks about everything, she's like, like she says, we're like equally in awe of each other. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, like kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like the valley. <laughs> Sounds like, yeah, rural California. Yeah, like. very California. Yeah. In a press conference, I'm coming to the end of this now. We're only 25 minutes in, but. That's okay. Okay. Um, in a press conference, Monterey County Sheriff Steve Bernal said, quote, she's a fighter. She has the will to su- she had the will to survive, and I think most people in that situation wouldn't last that long. Bernal said, her sister believes she wouldn't be with us if she didn't have that fight inside her and that will to live. Bernal noted that he hadn't met Hernandez personally yet and didn't know what skills or background the 23-year-old had that helped her survive, but said, quote, whatever it is, I want some of that. (laughs) Um, So despite the extent of her injuries, Hernandez said she's, quote, sitting here in the hospital laughing with my sister until she makes my broken bones hurt. (laughs) She also said in one of her Facebook posts, quote, I've experienced something so unique and terrifying. She follows this up with, I don't know, you guys, life is incredible. And that is the story of the survival of... Like, try not to cry at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Of Angela Hernandez. Fuck. I know. That's insane. And, like, it's crazy as well that she had the tool there ready to break... Like, it just shows to be prepared. I I was thinking, how does she... um, How does her car plummet off this cliff? Everything is ruined and destroyed, but Mm. she still has this this multi-tool just within reach, you know? I wonder yeah. if she had it set up in such a way that like, I think she must have because um, she says she has it near her front seat. Yeah, I have a multi tool in my glove box, so if I were to crash, then You'd it wouldn't move it. out of my glove box ostensibly unless the glove box like flung open. But I need um, to get one. Yeah, you need to get one. Mm. Um, but yeah, how how incredible! Yeah, and what a positive young lady. I know. I don't know, you guys. Life is incredible. After what she's been through, I wouldn't describe that as like, I don't know. I guess it is incredible, like, that she survived. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and she's probably feeling so incredibly lucky. Yeah. You, she's probably, like, sitting in that hospital bed going, how incredible. I'm sure that over the time that she was on that beat, she would have had to have considered the possibility that she was going to die there. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, the probability that yeah. she was going to die there 
But then in her all her Facebook posts, she seems so positive throughout the whole thing. Like she says, you know, on that last night, she's looking up at the stars and like she's mm-hmm. looking at everything differently. The sand was warm in my hair. Like yeah. she's, you know, she's she's not saying like every night I slept and I woke up with a sore back because I was sleeping on a fucking rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, know. you know. I know. I like how she starts it with, I woke up because my shoulder was sore. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, you mean your shoulder that's con- connected by two broken collarbones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you're sleeping on a rock on. Yeah, that you're waking up wet every morning from the seamist. Yeah. The, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I would be – I'd be insufferable. Yeah, I mean, my Facebook post would be like, <laughs> life is the worst. <laughs> of course, this would happen to me. <laughs> I blame my sister for making me drive to her house. <laughs> she could have come to me, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's um, that's. Oh, I love that. That mm. was so nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I felt, love a good survival story. I felt like I was going to cry a couple of times during that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's because of the incredible positivity that she shows. Yeah, um, and it's like it's it's a reminder of how um how good people can be. Yeah, and those like stories the, always make me cry. The human spirit overcoming. Human, yeah, the human spirit, but also uh, human kindness. Yeah, and like ge- ge- the genuine. That deep down, pe- humans are good. Yeah, for all the like awful stories, there's also stories like this one. Yeah, and like those people that found her, they did not hesitate a second. Like Chelsea, she said, Angela says they just sprung into action so quickly. Like, mm. oh, and that photo that you looked at, yes, yeah. yeah, Chelsea, yeah, yeah. Chelsea and um, Angela. I thought it was really funny that they made them take a photo together when she's like obviously in fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and like holding the, the number plate. plate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but but it did it did also say that it took hours for rescue to make it to oh, them. So right, they were right. probably so just hanging around, around yeah. and been like, "Hey, let's get a snap." Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> and because obviously they're trying to stop her from falling asleep and falling into a coma or whatever else, you know. So there's one of just her there, yeah, and then there's one of her and Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. But I mean, yeah, she looks like. Her eyes are so swollen. Yeah. And she looks, like, seriously injured. Yeah, and she is. <laughs> God. Yeah. So we'll post those photos. She's beautiful, though. When when you there's, like, um, a search for Angela Hernandez now. Let's see. And uh, I'll go back to it. Yeah. So, uh, oh, good one. I loved that. I think I have another survival story coming up, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do like my survival stories. I haven't, I don't think I've put any on my list. Yeah. Um, I'll add that to my repertoire. You are the cryptozoological queen. I know, I hate it. <laughs> and I'm the survival queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got your sticker to give you. Remind me to give you that before you go. All right. Get a photo of it and I'll put it on the gram. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing my work uniform for reasons that shan't be mentioned. <laughs> Uh, all right um i hope you guys enjoyed that i hope uh, you, if you like survival stories let us know because we'll do i'll do more of them yeah maybe i'll do some as well mm, maybe but i'll definitely do more of them. <laughs> do you know what i'm doing next week yeah rack man rack man yeah do you know what that is uh i think so is mm. it a mob story mm, maybe. maybe okay all right we'll listen in next week when sarah is going to tell us about rack man mm-hmm um and in the meantime like listen subscribe tell your friends uh and do all the stuff thanks bye bye